many of the great universities in our country started out with a strongly evangelical commitment and that they no longer uh, espouse that at all. So from the very beginning, uh, our university has been anchored in a doctrinal statement. It's a very centrist uh, evangelical doctrinal statement that uh, all of our faculty have to sign. Then beyond that, uh, we're very careful in our recruiting. Everybody knows who we are, basically. But we go, every faculty member goes through uh, an extensive interview process with us. Uh, and we really look at hard, where are they on the doctrinal statement? How do they fit with the mission? And do they embrace the mission of our university? This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm really excited to welcome, over the phone line, Dr. Ron Hawkins. Dr. Hawkins, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Taylor? I'm doing really well. I'm excited to talk to you because I recently I recently visited your school, and I was putting together the Charisma cover story on it, and I'm so excited now to talk to the former provost and chief academic officer at Liberty University, although you're now serving as the vice provost and a professor there, right? Yeah, I just can't go away. I love the place so much, I just keep staying. <laughs> well, how's that transition going for you? Has that been, has that been smooth? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, I don't have quite the heavy burden that I had when I was provost. Uh, I still manage to keep busy uh, in the provost office, but it's been great. I mean, you were saying it's a pretty busy day for you today, right? Uh-huh, yeah. We have faculty orientation today. We have about uh, 600 faculty that were here, and uh, we had Ron Blue here with Kingdom Advisors. Uh, so it makes a very full day. Well, that's uh, we're all so appreciative of you giving your time to us today. Uh, we're excited to talk with you about Liberty. We're excited to tell the story of Liberty. Well, fantastic. Well, maybe going back to, because uh, stories are often best started at the beginning. So can you tell us a little bit about the vision that gave birth to Liberty and how you first got involved there? Well, it, uh, it's an amazing story. I came to Liberty in 1977, the summer of 1977. So, Taylor, maybe you weren't even born then. <laughs> but uh, I met a man uh, by the name of Jerry Falwell Sr. He was an amazing person, powerful intellect, powerful in spirit, powerful uh, communicator. And he had a deep love for our country and for family, and he believed that his children deserved better. He was very concerned about the educational system in America and some of the directions in America. And so he envisioned first starting a school K through 12. Then when his children got a little bit older, he envisioned uh, an educational university that would be for uh, evangelical Christian young people, what Brigham Young was for Mormons and what Notre Dame was for Roman Catholics. And so uh, he developed this big BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal of starting uh, an evangelical college in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, he did that, and we went through a rocky, rocky ride, sometimes uh, up and down over the years, but he would not quit. He would not give up on the vision. He had written it down and made it plain, and he had involved a bunch of us in leadership with him. And the long story short is that he persevered, and we went through, uh, like I said, some ups and some downs, but he stayed with it. Uh, his son, who now is the president, worked beside him in some of those difficult days. And 
So between these two leaders, the miracle, uh, the phenomenon that is Liberty University today was birthed, shepherded, and has become the powerhouse in uh, education that it is today. That's really cool. And I know one of the main missions of Liberty is training champions up for Christ. How do you make sure that your faculty are on board with that mission and that the biblical worldview is always present throughout the curriculum? You know, our founder was very sensitive to that. He, he knew the story of American education. He knew that many of the great universities in our country started out with a strongly evangelical commitment and that they no longer uh, espouse that at all. So from the very beginning, uh, our university has been anchored in a doctrinal statement. It's a very centrist, uh, evangelical doctrinal statement that uh, all of our faculty have to sign. Then beyond that, uh, we're very careful in our recruiting. Everybody knows who we are, basically. But we go. every faculty member goes through uh, an extensive interview process with us, uh, and we really look at hard, where are they on the doctrinal statement? How do they fit with the mission, and do they embrace the mission of our university? And from the president all the way down through the senior leadership team, we're all on mission. And so great attention has been given to intentionally putting processes in place that make sure that we stay on mission. We have ongoing professional development for our faculty that speaks to the issue of mission by some of our senior faculty people. We have faculty meetings that are very crystal-centric in their focus. If you had been to uh, our orientation, you would have heard a lot about a God who loves us and who has come to us in Jesus Christ to offer us uh, salvation and the grace and the love that that God has for us. Uh, you'd have heard a lot about a crystal-centric focus and then how is all of that uh, stay inside of our curriculum. Faculty pray in class. One of the uh, students that you interviewed in, in the Charisma magazine, I noticed she said when she came here that she came to class and one of the and the faculty member opened with prayer, and she was a little shocked. But then she realized, well, that's what I expected here. And uh, so faculty are encouraged to share their faith. Uh, unlike so many universities, we're really focused on Christ here, on redemptive love, and uh, we think it makes it a very special place that's still on the mission that Dr. Falwell envisioned and is still embraced wholeheartedly by his son, Jerry Falwell, Jr. That's fantastic. So then, how are Liberty students provided with opportunities to use those spiritual gifts and acts of service to impact culture? Well... You know, everything at Liberty focuses on creating a student who is truly focused on impacting the culture. And so we have a very, very warm uh, environment here in our school that is in the dorms. We have a what we call a one-to-five and a five-to-one ratio. Every student uh, who is at Liberty is one of a small community of five people, uh, 15,800 to 16,000 on the campus and somewhere north of 85,000 uh, in our online programs. Fantastic. Yeah, we, have, we have 185 programs for our residential students, 
And we actually have more for our online students, 317 programs. But there are spiritual life leaders. There are community group leaders. We have convocation three times a week. We used to call it chapel. Now we call it convocation in the Vine Center. Uh, We have the largest assembly of Christian young people being taught by people who sometimes are not even uh, Christians, but they come here, they present their message, our kids hear them, our young people hear them uh, respectfully, and they learn what the culture's like out there and what they're going to have to know and be. And the emphasis is somewhat on be. What are they going to have to be? Because the head is one thing, the heart is another. And so when they get out there, they've got to have a heart that is a flame for people, a flame for God. And so we have uh, uh, an organization here that is called LUSEND and LUSERVE. And LUSEND partners with the provost office to send students into internships and practicums and study abroad for exposure to uh, more and more cultures. And then we have our faculty and LUSEND teaming up sometimes together, sometimes separately, taking people to Greece and Africa to deal with sex trafficking. Uh, we have people, pastoral interns, doing internships in churches across America of every stripe and flavor. Uh, we have a music school that that uh, trains people to use their gifts in music. We, our medical doctors at our medical school go to Guatemala. Our nurses are in Rwanda and in Africa digging wells and and giving, you know, pure water and food and, and health instruction to people. So our students are led by our faculty into a really strategic engagement with the cultures of our world. And uh, whether you're an online student or whether you're a residential student, you are in connection with student shepherds. Uh, we have a lo- community groups that meet regularly uh, on Wednesday evening. We have two different uh, large gatherings of students in what we call uh, the com- community group and campus community. So there, there's just so much going on that keeps the flame alive. And liberty has always been about knowledge of flame. And the flame is the Holy Spirit creating in the lives of our students and faculty a love for Jesus Christ, a love for people, uh, a belief that the gospel can truly transform human lives. And so that's who liberty is. And our, we, we always used to say, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, when it comes to, you, you've mentioned those online programs. Can you talk a little bit about what liberty has done to impact education beyond just the 18 to 22-year-old audience? Yeah, you know, because liberty has always been about America, but we've always been focused on the world, too. And what we realized early on, Dr. Falwell always used to say, Dr. Falwell Sr. used to always say, we want 25,000 in residence, but there are so many people in America and around the world who want to be educated with a faith-based worldview, with a worldview anchored in Scripture, and with a passion for the gospel and for the work, you know, and for Jesus. And so early on, we envisioned what it would be like to take the educational experience that is liberty to people distant from the campus. And what happened was, with the advent of internets especially, we tapped into an unbelievable group of people who wanted 
to have an education that was based in a biblical worldview. And so our programs grew and grew and grew from you know, 10,000 to 20,000 to 30,000, and then, you know, 40,000, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. So there are so many people uh, in America who feel defrauded by the contemporary academic universities, and they want to be with faculty, and they want to study in courses where uh, the biblical worldview is accepted and can be talked about and is honored. And so what happened was our LUO program, Liberty University Online, uh, really took off. And uh, we believe that there will be a niche for us uh, in educating online distance learners uh, until Christ comes, because there are so many people that want to participate in that kind of an educational program. Fantastic. We also have, I, I should mention this as well, we also have Liberty University Online Academy. We founded an academy, which is basically a K through 12 uh, educational program that can be used by parents who uh, are doing homeschooling, want their children kept at home, and who really are not comfortable with their children being in the public education sector and want to have an alternative. So that also has been created by us and is available to parents who want to use that. So if people want to look into any of these different programs, uh, where could they go for more information? I would say Len can answer this maybe better than me, but just go to the Liberty University website. They're all available on the Liberty University website. And you know, the, the interesting thing is people sometimes don't know where to go. I've talked to people that want to keep their K-12 through students uh, in a in a situation and an educational paradigm where the biblical worldview is honored, and they're not sure where to go. So right now in America, there are alternatives, and Liberty is one of them. And uh, you go to the Liberty University website and look at the educational program. Yeah, and that Liberty website, just for anyone who is listening and needs that information, that's liberty.edu, liberty.edu. Well, Dr. Hawkins, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It has been a pleasure to talk with you. Um, would you mind closing us out with a prayer? I'd be happy to, Taylor. Our God, we thank you for how amazing you are. Lord, we are confounded day after day as we think about what an awesome God we have. You love us. You've come to us when we were alienated from you in the person of Jesus Christ, and you have made us yours. Through the marvelous ministry of the Holy Spirit, you have allowed us to participate in being born anew, born from above. Thank you for that, Lord. And then not only that, it's not what you've just done for us personally, but you've given to your body gifts. And through those marvelous gifts, you allowed us to participate in various forms of ministry. Thank you for Liberty. Thank you for Charisma Magazine. Thank you for all that is happening uh, through our charismatic brothers and sisters around the world. Thank you for the sweep of your spirit in the world today. And thank you for the opportunity to just participate today in this wonderful opportunity to spread the good news that Christ is alive, that there are institutions and initiatives that witness to his not only being alive, but to being a powerful force for righteousness and good in the world today. Thank you for Taylor. Bless what he does and fill our lives, we pray our God, with joy 
and with a sense of your overwhelming presence and with an overwhelming sense of gratitude for the privilege that is ours of participating in the great mission that you've entrusted to us. Thank you for the gift of the day and for this opportunity in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Dr. Ron Hawkins on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Liberty University's mission of training champions for Christ is so much more than a vision. It's a calling. Faculty and staff don't just train exceptional CEOs, therapists, and pilots. They train exceptional professionals in hundreds of fields who want to impact the world for Christ. Discover how Liberty students are following God's call and how you can train as a champion for Christ online or on campus at liberty.edu champions. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.